That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and my good friend and co-host is Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review? And what's your inbox looking like? <laughs> uh, how am I doing today is a word that would require the explicit tag on our... <laughs> podcast so i will not go there oh no um my inbox also explicit tag but numerically speaking it is 287 and uh i am behind on doing my weekly review and the reasons for that are going to be discussed later in this podcast and um yes i am I'm at 166 messages in my inbox. Wow. Email inbox. Um, That's a lot for you, James. It is. It is. Um, And also, I have not done my weekly review. And that's kind of the topic of this week's uh, podcast is we're just going to talk a little bit about when life throws you a curveball. And so life threw me a curveball just a few days ago, I returned from a trip. I was in Paris, and I visited my sister in New Jersey, and I came home, and um, my cat, Dinah, um, the pet sitter had reported she hadn't been eating. Her appetite was off, and um, so I scheduled a vet appointment for the day after I got back from uh, my trip, and when I got home, she was visibly skinnier. She had definitely lost weight. I brought her in uh, the next morning and um, the doc felt something abnormal in her abdomen. They did an ultrasound. Um, It looked like she had a growth on her liver that wasn't there during her checkup like a few months earlier. So it seems Mm -hmm. like something that was growing aggressively. And she also suspected there was bleeding on it. And um, so that morning she was just losing strength at the vet's office. And so I went back in and arrived like just briefly before she passed away. Um, I'm so sorry, James. I love, I love pets in general and kitty cats in particular. And that's a big loss. It it is. And um, she was, uh, she was with me for 11 years um, and, she was a rescue, so she was probably about 13 years old, they estimate. Um, and it was very unexpected and sudden, and I'm just thankful that I got to spend that evening before um, kind of snuggling with her and cuddling with her and uh, before bringing her in. And um, yes, so now uh, it's just... Uh, Dexter, my other cat, and I are definitely missing Dinah a great deal. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> so uh, did you put everything on hold while this was going on? Like how did how did the rest of your life like intrude while you're dealing I, with that? 
Well, I, it sort of happened both at the end of coming off of being away for a while. So there's still kind of that backlog of mail. And um, as I mentioned earlier, right, my inbox is a good deal higher than usual. So yeah, I've been kind of, I've been off track in terms of uh, getting anything productive done. It was just a, a really sad couple of days. Um, didn't feel very motivated to do much of anything at all. Um, so yeah, it's, it's odd. Um, I guess there was also nothing immediately pressing for me to do. So -hmm. that kind of gave me the space, I think, to just not do much of anything for a couple days. Well, that's good. I think, um, you know, that's something we've talked about in recent shows is that you, you can have things planned out really well and have a great system, but it's, you know, it's life and we're human beings and things will happen. Um, and the, one of the keys to a good system is to be able to roll with what is actually happening as opposed to this platonic ideal of how things should be. Yes, absolutely. And I know in the past, uh, I've talked about um, how, you know, you can use the system to make sure that nothing important is falling through the cracks. Um, I, at the moment, I, I'm not sure something important may have fallen through the cracks, but I don't think anything has. Um, But yeah, that was uh, coming up on a week ago. And so I'm feeling a good deal better than I was in the first few days afterwards. Um, So much so that like I've started getting through my inbox and getting some stuff done uh, today before, before we recorded. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, it's just something that was completely unexpected. Yeah. Well, well, as, as I said at the outset, I have, uh, had, I would say two curveballs thrown at me in the last week with not on the level of losing a pet though, which I think is, um, I, I mean, I have lost pets and I know that, um, it, it takes a lot out of you just in every way. But I became sick unexpectedly about a week ago. It started with a little cough and it just progressed from there. And the thing is like, yes, it's that time of year and people expect to get sick, but I was really planning not to be sick. (laughs) (laughs) I more than just planning, like in my head, I have been since December really like loading up on all the immune system boosters because I was determined not to get sick this month because I was planning to go down to Los Angeles for a Doctor Who convention. Uh, It's called Gallifrey One, and it's in its 30th year. It's like the oldest uh, North American Doctor Who gathering. And I had always been curious about going because I am a fan and I have I am friends with a lot of Doctor Who um, 
uh, aficionados and experts, really. So I thought it would be fun to like go to something different than a tech conference for a mm-hmm. change, <laughs> and uh, and also see the cosplaying and all. Of, uh, uh, I've never been to anything like that. I've never been to a Star Trek con. And um, last year, I was supposed to go. I did go actually to Los Angeles for this um, con. But I got sick like the first morning. I was got really pretty miserably sick, and I couldn't attend anything. I was there, and I just was like holed up in my hotel room until I like finally like changed my return uh, travel plans and just like left on the next plane, <laughs> came back to Portland, and missed pretty much all of the conference, other than seeing a pretty pretty awesome cosplaying of some. Doctor Who villains like Daleks. I saw amazing Dalek, and I also saw a Weeping Angel checking into the hotel. Which, if you follow Doctor Who, those Weeping Angels are very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't a total loss, but I did go all the way there to hardly participate. And this year, I was determined I would not get sick, and instead, I did get sick. <laughs> and but I thought I might be better enough to go. Um, and I was working towards that and, and laying on even more immune system, you know, remedies. And then yesterday, two days before I was supposed to leave, um, I had this temporary crown uh, on one of my molars and it cracked in half. And I thought, okay, <laughs> this, this is it. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh, first of all, you know, I have this question mark, what's next? Right. You know, I don't necessarily believe in the rule of threes, but I'm sick and my teeth are falling apart. And what what is the third thing that will happen? But um, I thought, no, I'm going to go somehow. I'm going to get it together. And of course, when you're sick, at least when I'm sick, I have a hard time doing preparation for something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So a big pile of laundry is there waiting for me. Uh, there's an, a suitcase that was barely unpacked from a trip I took to Austin a few weeks ago. And I thought, i got to unpack that suitcase so I can pack it again. Plus, you know, I need to be ready for the convention, you know, make sure I have a few little nerdy things like stickers from the weekly review to give out, for example. And you know, just be ready to go. But I had no energy for that. So finally, it just dawned on me. This is you're just pushing against the tide here. The tide of the universe is saying, you are just not going to be up for going to a big convention, you know, and and travel and all this stuff, you need to just throw up your hands and say, Okay, I guess I'm staying home. And Mm -hmm. so I did. That was a hard decision. But once I made it, I felt relief. And that's always a good sign that I didn't have to push myself. And n- normally getting ready for a trip like that would be fun, right? Right. So, yeah. I mean, I'd be thinking about, you know, what do I want to wear? <laughs> what, uh, you know, what little, I mean, I'm not a cosplayer. I don't really dress up. I don't have any costumes. I'm sort of intrigued by it, but I also lazy. And um, I, but I had a couple of ideas of things that I wanted to have to wear that would be like sort of in jokes for, for certain kinds of fans. And 
Uh, plus, I have my guinea pig Doctor Who T-shirt, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, Doctor Who as a guinea pig, um, <laughs> and that I figured I'd find the guinea pig people, you know, at the conference and uh, and commune with them. So that's that's fun when you get ready to go. And when we went to PodCon in you know early January uh, or mid January, I guess it was. I you know I looked forward to that because it was like. I was going to see a lot of people, and I'm packing up for it, and I know we're going to do a lot of fun podcastery things. But, you know, when you're not healthy, it's it's just hard to be excited about the prep. And, you know, also wondering about the wild card, which was the tooth, and mm-hmm. not knowing how that was going to – would it get worse? Would I be able to see the dentist? What would the dentist say? Um, who knows? You know, traveling isn't – Traveling isn't ideal when you you possibly need emergency dental work. So absolutely, yeah. That's and having yeah. a tooth potentially ready to the crown ready to pop off while you're yeah. on a trip is not a not a good not yeah. a good prospect. That would make me wary too. Um, and I know what you mean about when you're sick. It's almost like a brain cloud, like. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm in a fog, so it's very difficult for me to do any serious thinking or planning. Um, so, yeah, I think you made the right choice because it's um, the convention you were hoping to have wasn't going to happen because you were not feeling well, whether you were there or not. Yeah. And that's, I'm sorry you're not feeling well also. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, and it just... there's so much uh, encouragement, I think, in the culture to power through on things and just, uh, you know, play through the pain or whatever (laughs) and, and just get, get through it and don't, don't let things sideline you. But I don't agree with that. (laughs) I don't agree with that. Obviously I think you need to have a certain amount of discipline and motivation to get anything done. Mm-hmm. But I was reading something recently, and I wish I could remember. Maybe I'll be able to find the link t- for the show notes. But, uh, oh, one of these books. Okay, I've read this book called The The War of Art. Okay. Um, and it's all this, like, no pain, no gain attitude about getting, you know, making art and how excuses, you know, down on excuses and down on rationalizations and whatever, which in theory, I, I, I understand that. But in practice, the people who espouse, espouse this point of view are just sound like, like jerks to me. <laughs> They're like, if you can't get up and get your work done, you are a loser. And I just don't believe that anymore. I used to, and I, I don't believe it. I think, you know, your body is telling you slow down or the world it, for whatever reason is just saying maybe staying home with the guinea pigs is a better way to to spend this weekend than being you know miserable in a hotel room with a broken tooth but trying to enjoy a convention so yeah and well i also think it greatly depends on what the thing is that you're powering through mhm 
Like, there can't, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, powering through a Doctor Who convention. (laughs) Like, if you go or, like, you might miss out on some interesting interactions with people or some interesting panels. But you also might just be completely miserable because your tooth hurts and you're sick. Yeah. Um, And plus, you might be catch getting other people sick too right um patient zero um uh, i don't want to be that no um but I, it always i don't say cracks me up but it, it it always amuses me how for any piece of advice it seems like there's an equal and opposite piece of advice yes right so like there's the there's the story of the folks that you know they were digging in the mine and they dug and then they gave up but, you know, if they had dug just 10 feet further, they would have hit this major, like, mother load of, of gold ore. And so they quit <laughs> too soon. But then yeah. there's the story of the person who just keeps trying this thing and it fails and fails. And they they never give up and they don't know when to cut their losses and move on. And so, like, the one is powering through where you just never give up. The other one is, you know, knowing to cut your losses and move on to something else after you've tried something. And neither of those pieces of advice help you in a given situation because you still have to choose between them, right? Right. Um, Yeah. So it's like, well, and it always still comes down to, like, how important is this thing that I'm trying to – that maybe I'm going to power through – Um, and if it's not so important, it's possibly better, but you know, if, uh, I mean, there've been times where I've been feeling not so good, but I had like a show scheduled, a performance. Right. And in those cases, I probably, like, I don't think I've ever canceled because I wasn't feeling quite up. So I did power through in that case and that it wasn't so bad to do that, but Mm -hmm. I think it depends, right? It right. depends very much on the situation. But to I think to have like one of them as the thing that you always do and you never consider the alternatives, I I think that's not that's probably not the best approach. It's usually best to think about it situation by situation. Yeah. No, it's true. And um you know, my my method when I'm faced with something like that where neither option sounds very good is to, you know, meditate on it a bit, really like try to like put distractions away and take some deep breaths and sort of test out how I feel imagining one or the other Mm -hmm. outcome, you know, because you can feel it if you, yes, if you let yourself, you know, focus and, rid your mind of distractions as much as you can and just, you know, let yourself sort of tune in to where your heart is at or where you're, you know, where whatever, however you picture that part of you that makes, you know, makes things go. <laughs> and I, I realized like, yes, it was a hard decision because neither one was very appealing. Stay home and be sick or go on the road and be potentially sick and have dental issues. And I once I accepted that there wasn't a third option, which was don't be sick, don't have a problem with your tooth, and go on your merry way as you imagined this for the last 12 months that you've been planning, 
to go to this conference because option three, as I've outlined it, is a fantasy option. It doesn't exist. So mm-hmm. choosing between the true um, options that were available, uh, you know, while I wasn't excited about either one, I knew that one felt more logical or logical maybe is not the right word, but it just, it fit. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 I felt like I, I felt that moment where it was like, you are trying to make this happen. This, this convention that you've been wanting to go to for many years, you're trying to make it happen no matter what. And that is, um, you're, you're, you're pushing against the reality of how you feel, how it's going to feel to try to, you know, get the house in order and pack and, uh, you know, for this trip and try to go to the dentist and get the tooth thing, you know, stabilized and who knows how stable that will be. And then it was clear. Um, and then I started canceling reservations and each one I canceled was a little bit of a, you know, an arrow to my heart. Oh, <laughs> cause I was like, Oh, because I was canceling the vision of like, Oh, it's going to be so cool. Right. This hotel where it's only Dr. Who people for the whole weekend. I mean, literally, and it'll be so much fun, but that wasn't really happening. And the reality was if I didn't cancel it, when I did, there was going to be money that would be, be, you know, be spent that might not be worth it. So anyway. Yes. Every cancellation was kind of a formal acknowledgement in your mind that the, that the vision of what you were expecting was not going to be the reality, no matter what you did. Right. It's true. And I think another way that I tend to think about things is trying to decide if future me is going to look back and (laughs) be happy with my choice or like regretful or disappointed with my choice. And so if I would look back and say, oh, you know, I really wish I had done X or hadn't done X, um, that also helps me make decisions a good deal. Um, because I, it, it is the case that I'd rather probably be uncomfortable for a cut, like for a day or a couple days. If I really am going to later on kind of kick myself for not doing something, even though it might not be like the most pleasant at the time, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, yeah. Like the recent trip to Paris, I was really not looking forward to the 11 and a half hour flight. Um, no. But it wasn't as bad as I was thinking it would be. Um, I lucked out and there was an empty middle seat so I could spread out a little. And um, it was actually a really nice, really nice flight. Um, But I didn't get my, you know, in those seats, you're, you can't get, I can't get good sleep. Some people can. No. Um, But fortunately, like I the trip overall was very, very enjoyable. So the, I'm glad I didn't let, you know, the the notion of a miserable flight um, stop me. Now, that's good advice, something for me to keep in mind, because I have let the notion of long flights in economy class dissuade me from 
taking trips that I was otherwise thinking of doing. Well, and it also very much depends on how much you're thinking you'll enjoy the trip as opposed to how much you're thinking you'll completely not enjoy the long flight. So, (laughs) so, I mean, it could outweigh itself, right? Depending. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, Anyway, I think reality is that there's no perfect decision. (laughs) So, nothing is going to be as great or as terrible as you think it's going to be. And if it was, it would make it a lot easier to decide. That's true. A lot of them are are, are tough choices. And then sometimes the choice it's something that you don't even have a choice about, right? Where just something yes. unexpectedly bad or unfortunate happens and you need to well, you I think it's bad advice to say just just keep on like like in this case when my cat passed away, I didn't power through I didn't have any like pressing things that I needed to do, so I really just laid low and was sad for a couple days. Um, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much just kind of vegged out and thought about her and the times we spent together, and you know had had a number of good cries, and um, that was. Yeah. Uh, but it was also maybe fortunate that I had the time. It just the way it happened, I had the time and ability to do that. Uh, well, on that <laughs> joyful, on that, on that joyful oh, note, um, well, she lived a, a fairly good life span for a cat, and um, she really gave a lot of joy into uh, into the lives of others, and um, so. I just feel very fortunate for the memories I do have of our time together. So uh, on that happier note, um, I think it might be time to wrap up this episode. Yes, I think my voice has gone as long as it will go. <laughs> and then we can both get back to uh, to uh, dealing with life throwing us curveballs and getting things done in between. Right. Um so uh, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. Uh, on micro.blog, we're at The Weekly Review. On Twitter, at weeklyreviewfm. You can also send us email at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. And we would love to hear from you. It would also be great if you'd rate us or review this podcast. Uh, it helps us find new listeners, helps new listeners find us. And we always love hearing from you. Um, So with that, I'd like to thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun